Squadcast. The Tag Digital Podcast. Welcome back to the Tag Digital Squadcast with me, Steph, and I'm joined by Jamie and Johnny. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello there. This is a big one, guys. Why? This is our Christmas special. Pause for laughter. (laughs) Pause for a jingle. (laughs) So, are you guys looking forward to Christmas? Absolutely. Always. Not long to go. And Johnny, this is your favourite time of year. It is. It is. And I don't have a tree this year. <gasps> I know. What? Because I'm moving. Oh, fair enough. So, well, I was meant to be. You still could have got a tree. Mm. You could have got a fake tree and then you could have taken it wherever you were going, no? All of our presents are under a, uh, like, palm tree thing. Festive bush? No, like, what are they called? The palm tree looking things. I don't know. A palm tree. I've still got a tree, it's just not a Christmas tree. Right, okay. And also presents. How many presents do you have? Uh, I've not counted them. Oh, wow. Are they your gifts for no, people? Gifts, yeah, gifts for everyone else. Oh, that's nice. Have you got that many presents yeah. for me? What? I haven't even wrapped mine for my wife yet, but there's quite a few presents. Fair enough. Under my tree. You know, it's sad. Oh, this is so sad. I actually wrapped an empty box to put under my tree. Why? Because the bottom of my tree looks awful, but that's... I actually feel like crying about the fact I don't have any gifts yet. Do you have a, a tree skirt? No, that's no. what my, my tree tree's does skirt. need a skirt. Yeah. It's a tree kilt in Glasgow. Yeah, one of those. I could have got one in Bruce Tartan, but never mind. Um, I, I think if you're getting a tree skirt, it, there needs to, it needs to have specific specifications in my mind. Like what? Well, mine is like made out of wood and it looks very nice. Whereas some people's I see on like Instagram and it looks like they've taken a tea towel and... Fake played. snow. Yeah. I don't know if I know what a tree skirt is. No, like covering the bottom of the tree trunk. Like we've got a bit of a messy tree trunk. So now my presents, that fake presents are wrapped under there. Actually, now I could have wrapped genuine presents because I have got people gift, but I don't want to ruin their surprise because if I put it under the tree, they'll know exactly what it is. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather okay. just do it anyway. Right, okay, fair enough. So we're going to kick off today with hearing what our team's predictions are for digital marketing trends in 2023. Listen to these. I think more and more videos. I know we always keep speaking about videos, but I think um, it's going to grow even more. And uh, there's quite a cool statistics saying that Um, videos have actually made up more than 82% of all consumer internet traffic and I think definitely this will grow even more. Putting more of a focus on the collection of like first party data and utilising first party data is going to be quite a kind of big one I think next year so um, getting people focusing on building up all those kind of secondary conversions and nice lovely touch points on their website so that we can then collect those and and then market to those people. And I guess the other one, from a kind of Google perspective, I'm quite excited to see what kind of YouTube Shorts is going to bring uh, to the table. I think in 2023, we're going to see a massive boost in programmatic advertising. Connected TV is going to be huge. 
Watch this space. Connected TV ad spend is expected to grow over 14% in 2023. And it's going to be big. The biggest prediction that I've got for 2023 is that YouTube Shorts is going to surprise everybody. Um, I think that short form video is huge and YouTube is kind of perfectly positioned to take a big chunk of TikTok's market share. My predictions are that audio ads are going to become a much bigger part of the ecosystem. So getting more involved in voice search and how that starts to become commercialised, as well as podcasting and other types of audio. Also, I think there's going to be more connected buying across programmatic. So people starting to explore out of home or connected TV and linking up the possibilities on uh, programmatic. Every year, video becomes more prevalent. Um, so it's probably a safe prediction to say there'll be more video or more emphasis in video. Um, there probably will also be more of a push towards automation. It does seem that um, Google, Facebook, etc. are trying to take the reins a lot more in campaigns. And I think they're probably just going to push that even further this year, just to make it more accessible for small businesses. So I think TikTok will start to rival search in the sense that I think they'll start to maybe introduce their own bidding strategies for keywords. And um, we've already seen them kind of already be a competitor for search in terms of that's where Gen Z tend to go for all their recommendations and searching for things. So I think TikTok will start to um, they'll work something into their ad accounts to kind of combat that. I think TV ads are coming back. I see what's happening with Netflix and Prime are going to start to bring in non-skippable ads into their platform. So TV ads are going to be back and it's going to be from a digital marketing perspective how you get them. So based off of what they're saying guys, 2023 is going to be epic. Absolutely. Yeah. This think, is a yeah. fun industry to be part of right now, isn't it? It's always been a fun industry to be part of, but 2023 is going to be super, super exciting. I feel like there's been loads of innovations, new tech, everything this year, so I feel like 2023 is going to be a good one. Yeah, I think there might even be more innovations next year because you've had loads of people that like maybe weren't working full-time schedules for like two years. So everything, all of the kind people at the platforms have been working on might be released next year. Unless Elon Musk has fired them all. Hopefully well, not. He's, he's maybe on the way out based on... He put up that Twitter poll the other day, did you not see it? Oh yeah, what was the latest on that? I don't know. I, I he think. lost it, but also he's paid $44 billion for a company. It doesn't... If he's CEO, it doesn't really matter. Well, he said he was going to honour it, so... Yeah, but he's not going to sell it. I'm sure he'll still be involved in some way or another. So what what would you say are the most fun campaigns you've worked on this year? I would say the funnest one I've worked on this year would be... Well, I've worked on it twice this year. I've won at the early stages of 2022, and now I'm working on it again. Late stages of 2023 um, would be the Leap campaign in Saudi Arabia. Cool, um, that's a huge event, so isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's probably one of the biggest events 
that I've experienced and like working with and it's like if you don't know about it it's a big tech event uh, over in Saudi Arabia they have like super exciting speakers and like just really exciting content so uh, people speaking this year people like um, Thierry Henry Joshua no sorry Anthony Joshua yeah Thierry Henry yeah. Anthony Joshua um, Kate Garraway speaking at it Karen Brady people like that from like cool. The Apprentice and things like that so um, they seem to be covering a lot of topics as well and you know the as a client as well they let us just experiment with all these kind of new innovations as well so it's been quite a, an exciting one to work on. I'd love to go to an event like that I can imagine ones in Saudi Arabia and across that side of the world would be yeah, pretty cool. It's free to attend it's just we'd have to probably pay for the... Yes I do have relatives in Saudi Arabia so... My mum used to live in Saudi Arabia. No I was way. actually chatting with her the other day she wants to go back. Really? Yeah. I'd love to visit. It'd be very interesting. I had Saudi Arabia and the, the World Cup sweet steak and I was very excited for one, one game. One yeah, they game. did well, didn't they? To they be fair to them. beat the world champions. Yeah. Sp I, spoiler alert. But. Fair enough. Um, I hope that that player who got hit in the face is okay. I think he's fine. Yeah, that was pretty tough. Real commitment though to the sport, isn't it? Okay, cool. So now we're going to check out what our team were most surprised about in the world of events in 2022. Um, I'm quite surprised that the event industry and the scope of events have grown so much and so fast post the pandemic and I think it's quite amazing how it's been able to recover. Probably the speed at which, in which we've kind of bounced back um, since, since Covid. Um, I think we were expecting quite a lot of like volatile trends in terms of like CPAs, CPMs cost per clicks um, where it's actually been you know fairly steady throughout the whole kind of year um, usually we see quite a lot of kind of massive trends. People have really got back into the swing of live in-person events post-pandemic much more so than I would have originally expected. As an event exhibitor ourselves we have seen less busy show floors but tend to find higher quality attendees than previously. And we're finding that people at the live events now really do want to be there. I think, I don't know if this is 2022 or the last couple of years, but the rise of TikTok has probably surprised me the most. Um, I'm more of a long form video kind of person. So to see a lot of people spending time on short form video um, and seeing it explode over the last year or two, uh, that's been really interesting. I think how ready people were to get back together how people were saying yes to absolutely everything so many of our clients have surpassed 2018 2019 numbers just people have had a real zest for life and I think there was maybe an expectation that that might have been a slower ramp up whereas I think we've all felt that sense of excitement to get back to our normal lives probably how quickly um Google got like Performance Max working. Um, they released it as more of like in a beta last year and pushed it more kind of into like full production th like this year. Um, and it was very hit or miss. But during the summer months and the last few months, they've definitely like poked about with it a bit and made it a lot better. But um, that one was probably like the most noticeable jump um, and surprise. <laughs> Mine is slightly more of the pessimistic side, but the one thing that surprised me is 
how after the pandemic everyone just brought back the same event that they do in 2019 and ran it the exact same way didn't really make very many adaptations to the event space how the events run how exhibitor stands look and I think they kind of missed a trick for innovating during that time but they just went back to their old ways so I would say that's the biggest thing that shocked me so I would say the pivot back to in-person events so I think virtual was so big for so long and I thought I think people thought that it would be around a lot longer um, and kind of maybe transform the events industry but I think we all kind of crave that in-person element and I think um, we've kind of seen virtual kind of go out a bit and uh, in-person kind of really thrive again so yeah that's probably surprised me the most. What events have you guys been to this year? Because I know you two have been busy. Mainly gigs. What gigs have I been to? Biffy. Nice. Uh, once or twice? Once. You've been twice. Green Day. Oh, that was <gasps> the best event. I never asked you how that was. Hella Mega Tour. I was 14 again. Green Day, Fallout Boy and Weezer. Wow. That D- was the don't best know who event. Weezer is, but... Yeah, you do. Do I? Yeah, you will do. You will. So I just embarrassed myself. Yeah. Ooh. In front of the world. <laughs> um, I watched my first rugby union game. Fair enough. Uh, in Cardiff. In Cardiff. Nice. Yeah, for Wales's uh, the the biggest upset defeat that they've ever had <gasps> against Georgia. Oh dear. Yeah. So was it a rubbish atmosphere? No, it was amazing. Well, I'm English, aren't I? So I was supporting Georgia. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was that was nice to see that. Um, I'm sure I've been, so, oh, I've been to my wedding. That was an event. Oh, that's a good event, Bring yeah. Bring that up on every podcast. Yeah. I would say, was that your favourite event? Uh, tied with the rugby, yeah. <laughs> Don't tell your wife. She Jamie, might um, I hope Yeah, I've, I mean, like Johnny said, I've been to quite a few gigs this year. Um, some of them with Johnny. Um, but Biffy. even just looking at the kind of the events that maybe we would promote as well, well we were at that. Um, AdWord Experience which we covered on the podcast as well in Bologna that was really good fun and we were also at the one in Glasgow Digital DNA yeah, Digital good DNA memory, yeah. which was across the across just across from our office um, yeah that was their first first event in Glasgow yeah and uh, Laura um, was speaking at that and that was, yep. a, that was a really good event to go to so right on our doorstep it was really good um, but yeah it's been a good year for me for events I would say yeah, nice. I'm really interested to see what will happen in the world of events in 2023 and beyond. So we heard from our team what their predictions for event trends in 2023 would be. Listen up. I think it will be highly uh, experience focused. So with experimental, fun and like engaging pop-ups. Um, activities and I also think that a lot of people will utilize more um, strange or unusual event venues. I would say that event marketers or just event producers in general are probably gonna have to bring more to the table when it comes to trying to get exhibitors to sign up just because you know the internet's such a wide place right now companies can get leads in in multiple ways um, so offering like more of a kind of complete package or more of an experience or you know 
all the bells and whistles to their exhibitors is probably going to be what's required these days in order to get people to physically come and exhibit at an event because you know it's quite a big investment of time and money so there's been a bigger bounce back for in-person events post pandemic and my expectation is that this is going to continue to rise attendees and exhibitors though more than ever want to ensure that they're utilizing their time so event organizers are going to have to be really creative and innovative and make sure that they're nailing the attendee and exhibitor experience i also think that the drive for sustainability within the event sphere is a trend that i hope takes off in 2023 um i think just bigger attendances in 2023 i think 2022 has been a bit more of a test year uh people coming back uh to in-person events and then a lot of people's anxieties have gone a little bit about covid now so i think 2023 is just going to be about big attendances um and yeah really busy exhibition halls and conferences for events in 2023 i see these becoming career highlights so if it's a business event it's going to be really experiential people's time is so valuable that they need to feel that they're getting really good content they're making good business decisions but they're also having fun so i think a lot's going to go into that kind of engaging side i think we'll start to see a real decline in fully hybrid events i think that's just become too difficult for people to do well i think there'll still be a bit of demand for on-demand content that's created as part of live events and probably some fully virtual but i think hybrid has just become too much of a challenge with with risks either side more in person less virtual um there was a bit of a turning point halfway through the year when everything opened up again um that virtual kind of fell off a bit um yeah that I think events are going to start to infiltrate tech more into the actual expo so they're going to start to allow exhibitors to attend virtually and but still be present within the actual event space hall. I've seen it happen a few times with some of the big tech events and I think that will be rolled out so it means exhibitors from around the world can be there without having to travel. So guys, what has your highlight been this week? This week? Yep. Um, That's a hard question. I have no this idea. This month? It's this Tuesday. Year. It's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> what am I meant to say? Tonight um, might be a highlight. I, yeah. I know what my highlight has been from the last week or so. Um, we had the Tag Digital Christmas party for our first time in three years. Um, and that just was great. That was a good way to kind of round off the year, to be honest. Um, we did an awards ceremony. We did um, we did a quiz. No, we were meant to be doing a quiz. Where was the quiz? quiz? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We were promised a quiz. We didn't get a quiz, but even then, it was still a good night. Um, good to see everybody dressed up. And we had a lovely meal. And yeah, it was a great time. So I'd say that's been my highlight of the la- even the last couple of months, I would say. I actually fully forgot it was Tuesday until you just said... <laughs> It's been a long. It's clearly two been days. a long, a long week. I was up early this morning. What was what was your highlight of of the last few weeks? The last few weeks. Well, you can say this week if you want. Um, That's like asking what you did yesterday, though. I 
Um, yeah, I know. I know. Yesterday, I can't even remember yesterday. Never mind any further. But anywho, um, I would say that my highlight actually I had a really good day on Saturday because I met up with all my pals who came back from London so that was a highlight I always think of highlights like after you ask me the question so you can come you can ask me that later we'll ask you next year yeah next, this this time next year yeah so anyway don't jump ahead and tell me your highlight of the year because that's coming okay um okay so this this brings us on to hearing more about our team's highlights in 2022 Work-wise, I'd say Digitex New York, so hosting our first event in the US uh, was a big highlight for me. And I think if I have to pick a personal one, I had a really great trip to Calendar with my mom and dad and my boyfriend, and we went hiking and it was just amazing, so. Probably from a personal perspective, uh, I went on my honeymoon this year, finally. Uh, probably a, a year after I actually got married, so um, good to get back to the normal world and that was a nice time to kind of just relax and enjoy. And from a work perspective, it's been a really kind of good year for me. Um, also great to go and see clients for the first time in person for a very, very long time. So that's been a big kind of, you know, moment for us getting back to normal and going and doing the things we love, going to see our clients. I would probably say, like moving to probably the growth team, my my new job role. Um, I'm really enjoying it, and yeah, I feel like I'm thriving in my new role. So yeah. Um. So personally, I got married in May. So yeah. <laughs> um. So I kind of need to say that one. Um. And I want to, of course. And then, work-wise, uh probably working like we've had some good podcast highlights this year included an interview that i don't know will have been released by christmas or not um so yeah i'll probably say say that walking into the room of digitex dubai for the first time so this was the first event that we hosted ever and it was on site at expo 2020 and walking into that room was unreal and on a personal note has to be the safari in south africa I don't know if I could take it down to a single moment, but I would say from a business point of view, getting our team back together and seeing that kind of sense of belonging and camaraderie and uh, feeling like a really solid unit has been the thing that I've been proudest about this year. Probably, this is definitely like recency bias, but I just got a promotion the other day, so probably that. Mine would be being part of a team that was able to trial running our own events this year in Dubai and New York. Huge experiences and having the opportunity to speak at both of them, I think, was my biggest favourite moment of this year. Okay, so it's great to hear you guys' highlights from the year. So thanks for sharing those. So, big question. What's your favourite Christmas song? I've, I've definitely been asked this today already. It's... Uh, I've got two. Okay. One of them is Slade. Merry Christmas, everybody. Classic, classic. And the other one is Wizard. I wish it could be Christmas every day. Yeah. F- fairly standard ones, if you don't mind me saying. The the ones that make me feel the most like a child. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. Jamie? Um, I feel like I've answered this already for you, but... Um, you might have. 
Let's, uh, I'm testing to see if you say the same thing. It's This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Nice. Sing it. No, I've got a sore throat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Couldn't possibly. Couldn't possibly sing. I actually can't remember what I said my favourite one was. Well, what is it right now? Right now? I... The only Christmas song I can think of is Last Christmas, and that is not my favourite Christmas song. It's a tune. Fairy tale, a fairy tale in New York? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favourites. What tune? I also like the new Elton John Ed Sheeran one. Hate it. Do you? Yeah. Oh, hate's it's a strong okay. word. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Every time I put on Heart Christmas in my car, it's on. Oh, and dear. Yeah. They need to sort the rotation out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, let's hear the, what the rest of the team said for their favourites. I realised today that my favourite Christmas song that always makes me really happy listening to is Merry Christmas Everyone with Shaken Stevens. Um, I feel like last Christmas just has immediate positive connotations for everyone and it was the first one that came to mind so last Christmas classic. I also saw on the spot people ask this um, so I have two, I would say. My more modern one would be Sia Snowman. And I know David will not like that. But then my more traditional one would be Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Like stereotypically, I'm probably gonna have to say Fairy Tale of New York. Um, like, but Guilty Pleasures, definitely Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. <laughs> Mine is Merry Christmas Everyone by Slade. So, New Year's resolutions, guys, what are they? Um, be healthier. Yeah. Is that a New Year's resolution? Yeah, but I'm it's not a smart, a smart resolution. No, that's true. I'm going to, oh, that isn't smart either, actually. I was going to say, I want to see how far I can get into the year without drinking any alcohol. Um, Fair enough. But that's also not smart. What? A few years ago, I did, I was a vegan. But for February, not January. Right. It's shorter. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. You're doing good for the environment. Not anymore. But yeah, yeah I'll see. I don't really have any. Okay. Uh, I would. My, one of my aims for 2023 is to be as sustainable as possible. Very so, good. So I want to maybe make at least five sustainable changes next year. Okay. The first one being my car. I'm going to get an electric car. So. Nice. I would like to start with that as well, um, but I don't have a car at all. That's so actually, I'm doing a better job than you yeah. so far. My yeah. building doesn't recycle at right. the minute, so that'll be nice when I move, because I'll be able to recycle, get a compost bin. Yeah, I think there needs to be more um, awareness of what you can recycle, more info and all of that, because I don't think it's clear to people, and then people are lazy and don't do it. But I'm on board with those ones. I like that. Very good. I think they need to make things easier. <coughs> oh! <laughs> I think they need to make things easier to clean. Like, I hate when you have to recycle something, but they won't take it unless it's like been cleaned out, like my yogurt pot or something like that. So they need to mm-hmm. invent a device. <gasps> that Called your tongue. Oh, really though? You're not going to clean someone else's yogurt pot? What about my raw chicken dish? Are you going to like that as well? Oh! Got someone did tell me, yeah, for, <laughs> for that reason, someone did tell me that they, in, I don't know what country it is, but they sell, like, chicken tartare. 
raw chicken. But is that not like cooked using vinegar or something? It must be, it must be. I don't know how it works. Yeah, anyway, we could talk about this all day. Um, so I just want to say thanks very much for joining us today, everyone. Lots of exciting things to come in 2023. So to hear more about what our clients and industry friends predict for 2023, check out our latest blog. It's a good one. So catch you all in 2023. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, guys. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Listen to the Squadcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas.